Welcome and thank you for listening to the CRC podcast brought to you by Pastor Ad Boschel. We believe that God is working across this platform to bring each and every believer revival throughout their entire lives. We hope you are inspired by this week's message. Come on, don't you tell me you can't do it if you believe he still is able. Come on, they're on television in all our churches across South Africa. Come on, give the Lord a praise this morning that He is well able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we can also think according to the power that works on the inside of us. Welcome this morning, TBN, TBN, yet to One Gospel Praise TV, YouTube, YouTube Live, uh, correctional facilities, um, people all over the nations of the world. What a great honor to minister to you. Uh, had a great time ministering to a conference via Zimbabwe all over Africa. Welcome to Russia this morning, Israel, America, Europe, India, Pakistan, China, Africa, and of course to all our CRC people. This is your year, whether you like it or not, say Amen in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Come on, whatever you are believing God to do for you in 2022, shout it out this morning on the count of three. One, two, three, shout it. You've got to put it out there in the heavenlies. Amen. Amen. God did many things in the service last week. God's going to do a lot in the service this morning. I hope you are ready. I hope you are expectant for God to do something great in your life this morning in Jesus' name. Amen. So I want you to take your seat in heavenly places this morning. Good to see you all, please. And uh, I want to read Mark chapter 9. And the title of my message, what do you mean if? What did you mean if? Mark 9 verse 14, the Bible says, Now when they came down the mountain to the other nine disciples, they noticed a large crowd of people gathered around them with the religious scholars arguing with them. Then the crowd was astonished to see Jesus himself walking toward them. So they immediately ran and welcomed him. What are you arguing about with the religious scholars? He asked them. Man spoke up out of the crowd. Teacher, he said, I have a son possessed by a demon that makes him mute. I brought him out to you, Jesus. Did you bring your problem to Jesus this morning? Did you bring your situation, your challenge to Jesus this morning? I want you to know he's here and he's well able to meet you at your point of need. It says whenever the demon takes control of him, it knocks him down. A lot of people will be knocked down in this COVID time. But I am telling you, you are going to get back up again. You are going to get back up stronger. You are going to get up higher. You are going to get up more powerful. Oh, don't sit there and look at me in that tone of voice. Sit with a spirit of faith and say amen this morning in Jesus' name. Says, and he foams at the mouth and gnashes his teeth and his body becomes stiff as a board. Not a surfboard, amen. I brought him to your disciples hoping they could deliver him, but they were not able to do it. And Jesus said to the crowd, why are you such a faithless people? We're going to talk about faith this morning. And talk about your level of expectation. Because without faith, it is impossible to please God. It's not so bad, it's good news. 
but they were not able to do it. Jesus said to the crowd, why are you such a faithless people? How much longer must I remain with you and put up with your unbelief? Now bring the boy to me. So they brought him to Jesus as soon as the demons saw him. It threw the boy into convulsions. He fell to the ground, rolling around and foaming at the mouth. Jesus turned to the father and asked, how long has your son been tormented like this? Notice Jesus never panics. Amen. No matter what the devil is doing in your life, you don't have to panic because God is in control and God is gonna deliver you and God is gonna bring you out to a higher and a better place. This will be your year of divine breakthrough. You better say amen in Jesus' name. So, it tries to kill him. That's what the thief does. He comes to steal, kill and destroy by throwing him into the fire and into the water. Now we know that God promises in Isaiah that He is gonna walk us through the fire and He's gonna walk us through the water. But please listen now, if you are able to do something, Jesus, anything, have compassion on us and help us. You know, there's a lot of people in churches today that have made God this historical God in the heavens that really does not care about humanity and who doesn't want to get involved in our lives. Two things people have debated about for the last two years is about God's ability and God's willingness. Because faith can only operate when you believe in the power of God and when you believe in the will of God. Because where the will of God is known, faith is present. So there's a lot of people that have moved on to the place to say, well, I believe that God is able, but is God willing? And people deliberate the will of God. They debate the will of God. As a matter of fact, people go so far that they would rather have you poor than liberated out of poverty because they believe that you, God is glorified by you being poor and God is glorified by your suffering. Now let me make it clear. God is glorified whether you have money or no money. But when we talk about the will of God and we're gonna talk about it next week, we better have a clear understanding what Jesus Christ came to do 2,000 years ago. That Jesus Christ came to liberate you, not only from hell, but from the bondage of the devil, from sin, from sickness, and from poverty. That means God wants you bound no more. He wants you free in Jesus' Name. So this father needs a breakthrough. His boy has been struggling with this condition for many, many, many years. And he comes to Jesus and he says, if you are able, please have compassion and help us. Now what's the answer of Jesus? Watch what Jesus replies. Because sometimes we come to church and we say, well, why does God allow this? God can change this. And we don't realize that God is unchangeable and that what God was going to do for us, He already has done for us. 2,000 years ago. It's now our responsibility to make a demand on what Jesus did 2,000 years ago. So we cannot go into the year 2022 expecting a breakthrough, a healing, a miracle without activating our belief. So the question this morning is, what is it that you believe? Not, what is it about God that is not working? The issue this morning is not whether it's God's will to deliver you and save you. The issue is what you believe. The issue is not whether God has the power. The issue is whether you believe God has the power. 
See, my dear friend, your image of God is the most important image you can have. So this father, and I'm sure everybody who has a child, when your child is sick, it's a whole nother level, right? The father's panicking, but Jesus is not. Like Jairus says, when his little girl was at the point of death, eventually died, what did Jesus say to Jairus when people came and said, trouble the master no longer? What did Jesus say? Fear not, only believe. I don't know what COVID has taken away from you, but I want to tell you that God is a restorer. I don't know what you have lost, but I want to tell you that what is lost, God wants you to find. I don't know what has been broken in your life, but I want to tell you that God is the fixer and God is the healer in Jesus' name. I don't know what has been scattered. I want to tell you that God is the gatherer and I declare that this will be a significant year for you in your life, a year to remember of God's goodness and God's power and victory in your life. If you believe it, you can stand to your feet and give the Lord a victorious praise this morning in Jesus' Name. So two things people struggle with, it's God's ability and God's willingness. Now remember when Jesus came down the mountain in Matthew chapter eight and that leper met Him and He said, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. What did Jesus say immediately? Jesus said, I will be cleansed. And then further on, verse 16 and 17, when He healed people, it said that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet. Himself took the infirmities of our sicknesses. So we have to talk about God's will. We have to understand that sickness and disease is not God's will for you. That suffering is not God's will for you. And, and as we are believing God for miracles, I want to say something that you must all get. Because a lot of miracle preachers are against going to the doctor. I'm not. I've seen a lot of good people die because they don't go to the doctor. And I've seen a lot of good Christians die because they don't come for prayer. Let me say it again. I've seen a lot of good Christians die because they won't go to the doctor. And I've seen a lot of good Christians die because they will not come for prayer. We're going to talk about that next week. God's pathway to healing. That God does do miracles, but God also uses the medical profession. The issue is God wants you free. And the issue is that you walk in victory and that you walk out of your valley and through your valley, little by little, to that place of victory that God intends for you. In Jesus' name, shout Amen. So, so the boy of the father says, Lord, if basically if you are able, then please do something. And Jesus turns around and he said, uh, what do you mean if? No, 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 no. If you are able to believe, all things are possible to them that believe. Not Jesus, if you are able to save my business, my situation, heal my body. He turns it around, he says, no, if you are able to believe all things, 2022, all things are possible to them that believe. All things includes your husband is gonna get saved. Your son is gonna get free from drugs this year. Your breakthrough is gonna happen this year if you can believe. Can you believe it this morning? If you're a believer, shout amen. Your body can be healed today.
say we are believing God for breakthrough. And again, what does breakthrough mean? It means a sudden, a dramatic development in your life. It means an instance of achieving success in a particular, particular sphere or activity. It means an act or instance of moving through and beyond an obstacle. So uh, this year you're going through. I said this year you are going through. This year God is going to break through on your behalf in Jesus' name. Listen, it also means progress. I don't know about you, but I don't like what's happened the last two years. This year, I'm not just going to progress, okay? We are going to fill stadiums. Where we had crowds of 10,000, we will now have crowds of 50,000. Your business is going to take a quantum leap. You are going into orbit. I say it. If you can believe in Jesus' name, you are going to get a job this year. You are going to get your freedom this year. You are going to get your deliverance this year. Your progress will be significant. The fruit in your life will be abundant. Because John 15, 16, Jesus said, Herein is my Father glorified, that you bear much fruit. That means mega fruit. So 2022 is going to be a mega year. I said it's going to be a mega year. It's going to be a divine year of breakthrough and freedom and deliverance. You better believe it in Jesus' name. So it also means to advance. No longer Huraydi Buddha sits at Shua. No longer sitting on your blessed assurance. This year you're going to get up and go. You're going to do something significant with your life. Breakthrough through means to take a quantum leap. You know, there's a lot of people that are so gripped by the spirit of unbelief, they have no expectation. So I know the Holy Ghost told me to boost your faith, okay? I'm going to pump up your battery, if that's the right, charge your battery. I'm going to pump up your flat wheel of faith in Jesus' name. Inject some life in your spirit after these two years so that you can take a quantum leap of faith for the glory of God in Jesus' name. It means to step forward. It means to boost. It means to gain. It means ultimate success. So 2022, we are going to take the limitations off. How, my brother and my sister, by not looking at God and thinking God is holding out on us, but by activating our faith. What do you mean if? If you can believe anything is possible. I don't care what people say. I don't care how many failures you've had. I don't care what the naysayers say. I don't care how long you've been bound. This is a new day and His resurrection power is available. As a matter of fact, right where you are sitting, God's power is in your seat and God can touch your body today. Come on, if you have a disease or a sickness in your body, you give Him a praise for healing and you say, this is my year of full recovery in Jesus' Name. Come on. So this boy, need, the father needs a breakthrough. His question is, if you are able, please. And Jesus says, no, if you are able to believe. You better believe that God is able, Ephesians 3 verse 20, to do exceedingly, abundantly, above. All we can ask or think. Nothing about the Bible ever makes you believe that God wants you to just get by. That God wants you just to survive. Oh no, we accept those things because we aren't clear about the will of God and religion have taught us 
that we just have to suck it up basically. And Jesus said, no, 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 no. The thief has come to steal and to kill and to destroy. But I have come that you may have life and have it more abundantly. I have come to destroy the work of the devil in your life. It was for freedom that Christ has set you free. So God is able. This is what the Father's challenge was. He said, I came to the disciples. They were not able to help me. But Jesus, if you are able, you better believe that God is able. You better believe that God is interested. You better believe that God is a very personal God and that God wants to help you through your trial, your tribulation, your crisis. God wants to walk you through your valley. God wants to sustain you in your fire. God wants to deliver you from your prison. God wants to open the doors that have been closed for many, many years. Your God is able. Mark 10, 27, the Bible says, the things that are impossible with men are possible with God, for with God all things are possible. I don't want to listen to what people say. I don't want to listen to the naysayer. I don't want to listen to the Christian that has a bitter bucket mouth. I want to listen to what Jesus says, because when I read the Bible, I see myself there. I see Jesus talking to me. I don't need somebody else to interpret God for me that is outside of the Word. I want to read the Bible as if I read it the first time. So if you were in that crowd, and I just want to say this, this is uh, interesting. Um, you know, most people I pray for, I take them to the back room and I pray for them there. And we've seen many miracles there because I don't believe you should put miracles on display. I absolutely don't believe it. So when Jesus prays and he has this conversation. Listen, when the crowd came together, he didn't read it. He didn't wait for the crowd to be to maximum capacity before he performed the miracle. As a matter of fact, before the crowd gathered and he saw them come together, he quickly delivered the boy. Why? Because he doesn't want your faith in the spectacular. He wants your faith in the supernatural. And the supernatural is not always spectacular. He wants your faith in Christ. He, he's not a performer. He's a miracle worker. He's a way maker. He's a promise keeper. He can meet you at the side of your bed. He can meet you in your closet. He can heal you while you drive. I'll tell you, I've had times when I drive in my car and the presence of God comes upon me and I have to just uh, turn off the road because God climbed in my car with me. I know God is there, but there's something when the glory shows up, the presence of God shows up, hallelujah. I mean, many people Jesus prayed for, He took them away from the crowd. And as a matter of fact, the Bible says in the book of John, had the, the, the world recorded all the miracles Jesus had done, the, the world would not be able to contain all the books, but it changed no one because miracles don't change you. Jesus does change you. It doesn't mean He doesn't want to do a miracle. It means you should not be impressed by the miracle. You should not run after the miracle. You should not seek the miracle. You should seek the miracle worker. You should not seek the, the, giver, the gift. You should seek the giver. You should not seek the healing. You should seek the healer. Because when you find the healer, you are going to find your healing. When you find the deliverer, you are going to find your deliverance. Are you listening to me in Jesus' name? That's why we cannot do this Jesus thing part-time. We have to love Him full on. And when we come to church, look for Him. And although God uses people and we honor them and we recognize that they are gifts given by God, 
we realize that they are merely there to activate our faith, to see the invisible God in our midst and to make a demand on the power of God. So whatever you need this morning, He wants to meet it. He's able to meet it and He's willing to meet it. Maybe not the way that you expect, but the way that He knows will be for His glory in Jesus' Name. Hallelujah. So when Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego was thrown in the fire and the king was so arrogant that he said in Daniel chapter 3, we don't have time to read the whole passage, but we know the story when they were thrown in the fire and the king said, who is this God that is able to deliver you? And what did he do? He heated the fire seven times more. Some of you, things have got worse, right? You don't have to say amen to that. You just have to say right, because you say amen, you say so be it. So we don't say so be it. Things got worse. I have testimonies of people that say, past in the COVID, I had to shut my factory. I've had to close my business. But your preaching has enabled me to have faith and to believe God. And we started another enterprise and we started three businesses and we started something else in this difficult time and God has blessed us, hallelujah. And God has restored last year and God is busy restoring. Oh, come on, it's not what knocks you down. It's how you get back up again. It's not what Satan steals from you. It's about the God who will give back to you and the God who will bless you. Come on, so we are never hopeless. Even against hope, in hope we believe. Even when we find ourselves in a fire, we know that the fourth person, the Son of God is going to appear and He's gonna sustain you as He sustained many of you. And the fire will not have power over your life, over your family, over your marriage, over your children. You will not be touched permanently by this fire. The smell of smoke will not be upon you because Jesus Christ is still a mighty deliverer like no one else in Jesus' Name. If you believe it, I feel the presence of God in this place. Give Him a shout, give Him a praise. Some of you are in a fire this morning. You have to praise Him. Some of you are in Jonah's belly or in a whale's belly. You have to praise Him in the Name of Jesus Christ and lift your faith for the glory of God in Jesus' Name. So when they were thrown in the fire, what happened? Jesus stepped with them in the fire because He promised, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. And afterward, the king saw that Jesus was there. Listen, even the mockers and the scoffers are going to have to acknowledge that God has protected our nation and will have to acknowledge that God is delivering our nation and that God is in control. Listen, those in high power will be touched by God. Directors of companies, CEOs of companies, God is gonna show His glory by touching nations and by touching those of tremendous influence. So when the king sees in verse 23, he says, look, he answered, I see four men loose. They were thrown in the fire bound, but while they were in the fire, they were loosed. Something's gonna get loosed in your life this year, okay? That addiction, that child, that emotion, that which has been bound by the devil, yes, is going to be loosed. Maybe when you least expect it, because you refuse to give up, you choose to trust 
No matter what you feel, no matter what you see, in the midst of the fire, you make up your mind to stand. Oh, they can throw you down, but you don't give up your praise. You don't give up your worship. You can be knocked to the ground like Job, having lost everything, but you don't begin to curse God and run away from God. That's when you give God your loudest worship. In your lowest moment is when you lift your voice the loudest. That's when you put on the garment of praise. When you face all impossibilities, that's when you choose to say, for the Lord is good and His mercy endures forever. Oh, come on, child of God. I'm not preaching just a sermon. I'm here to activate your faith, to get you through your fire, to walk you through your valley, to get you out of the lion's den into all that God has for you in the name of Jesus Christ. It says, I see four men loose walking. You're not just going to walk, you're going to take a quantum leap. You're going to progress. You're going to take a step forward. Because God, the Holy Ghost, is busy activating something on the inside of you. You are going to be dead no more. You are going to be backslidden no more. You are going to be filled with unbelief no more. This year, you are stepping out, not by might nor power, but by the Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus. That same Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead lives on the inside of you. And He's going to sustain you even in the valley of the shadow of death. But you're going to keep on walking. You can never become a sitter and a soaker. You can never become a sitter and a cynical. No matter how low you feel, you have to get up and you have to walk. If you can't walk, you have to crawl. And if you can't crawl, you have to drag yourself, leopard crawl. Whatever you do, do. You cannot become inactive. You have to press on. So they're thrown bound in the fire. They're sitting down. Jesus shows up and they begin to walk around in the fire. And the fire has no power over them. We know the story. Nebuchadnezzar brings them out and then he changes his mind. And he says, blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego who trusted in their God. The same three boys that when the king challenged them to bow to this COVID image of the world. I mean, to bow to the graven image of the world. The same three boys that said, we are not careful to answer you. We're not going to be intimidated by a new world order. We are not going to be intimidated by what you want to impose upon us. We are sons of the Most High God. We will not bow. I said, we will not bow to this graven image, no matter what you say. We belong to God. Amen. We will not bow. Come on, CRC. We will not bow. We will not conform. We will plunder hell and we will populate heaven and we will be stronger and more determined than ever and shake the COVID fatigue out of us. I said, we're not careful. We're not timid. We're not afraid. Because the God we serve is able. I mean, this, uh, the boy's father said, if there is anything you can do, please. Jesus said, what do you mean if? Why do you put it on me? I've already done it. If you are able to believe all things, what does all things mean? All things. What is excluded from all things? 
nothing except your doubt. That's why Hebrews 11 verse 6 says, when you come to God, you have to come in faith. You have to come believing. Two things that God is. When God sent Moses to Pharaoh, He never said, go tell that Pharaoh. I love the way God talks when He has no respect for people. He says, go tell that Pharaoh. Go tell that devil. You think you have power over my people, but I'm gonna show you who has the power. You think you have the authority, but I'm gonna show you who has the authority. I am gonna smash those shackles. I'm gonna break those chains off your feet. I'm gonna liberate you. I'm gonna remove your shame and I'm gonna heal your pain. Says go tell that Pharaoh, I am that I am. Not I am that I will be. Not I am that was. I am that. I am. When you come to God, you must believe that He is. Not that He was. Not that He will be. Hebrews 13 must say, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today and forever. I don't care about your clever theology that's helping nobody. I don't care about your pious little opinion that helps nobody. The religious leaders were so hypocritical when Jesus heals the man with a withered hand. They weren't interested in the person being healed. They questioned his doctrine. Because you know, the right hand of, 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 a, of a man means the ability to work. So his hand being withered means his livelihood is taken away from him. So what do they do? They know exactly what Jesus is doing. He's liberating this man. He's restoring not just the hand of the man, but he's restoring the man's ability to work as God created him. But he does it on the Sabbath. And what do they say? Because that's what religious people do. They don't care about anybody getting helped. They sit in a crowd as they did when Jesus preached and they look for the one thing that you say that they don't agree with. That's a religious Pharisee. They still are alive and they are some sitting here this morning. God bless you. I mean, I teach you. And Jesus heals him, not just heals his hand, but he heals his ability to work. What do they say to him? There's six days in which a man should work. They don't care about God's plan of salvation and restoration. The word salvation, soteria, which is all inclusive, spirit, soul, body. Touches every area of your life. Doesn't just get you to heaven. They are concerned about their law. And their law helped nobody. Their legalism helped nobody. So yeah, Jesus comes. God personified the will of God. Emmanuel, God with us. The invisible God. The express image of God. He that has seen me has seen the Father. And what does He do? Acts 10.38. He goes about doing good and healing all that is oppressed of the devil. And the Pharisees are mad as snakes. Because they're not interested in helping people. They're not interested in eradicating racism and poverty and prejudice. They're not interested in addressing the sins of not 
commission only, but omission, where people sit in church and they're uninvolved. They self-absorbed. Me, my wife, my children, it's all that matters. Till you get to heaven. And you'll see that when you get to heaven, there is a judgment for the Christian, but not a judgment for sin, because your sin has been dealt with, but the judgment of uninvolvement, which is a judgment of reward, which you have to understand, that we are all called to be part of His calling, His ministry. We are all called to serve others for the glory of God that our testimonies become our ministry, our healing becomes our ministry, our pain becomes our ministry, our deliverance becomes our ministry, that man of the Gadarenes, right? So Hebrews 11, 6 says, for you comes to God must believe two things. Listen, I have to close and fly in the spirit. He who believes, must believe, listen, that God is and it says that, but believe that God is a rewarder. This is Bible man. This is not Adbosov. I hope they say man. This is what Adbosov say. Nia, Adbosov say what the Bible say. Gaan beklaim met die Bible. Gaan beklaim met die Jere. Ek het nie die Bible geskryf nie. But I'll say like Billy Graham, I'm not going to apologize for this Bible. Jesus came to deliver you from hell. Jesus came to deliver you from sickness. Jesus came to deliver you from poverty. Jesus came that you may have life and have it more abundantly. That is the Bible. That's not CRC or Adboso. That is the gospel truth. Get it once and for all through your thick skull and receive it in your heart. This is God's will for you. When Jesus enters your life, He never leaves you where He finds you. You're never worse off. He takes you to a better place. He heals your emotion. Who do you think Jesus is this morning? He's not a dead God. He's risen. He's alive. He's all powerful. There's nothing He cannot do. But you have to believe. And if you believe, the Bible says all things are possible to them that believe. The Bible says all things are possible to them that believe. The Bible says all things are possible to them that believe. If what you are believing God for is for the glory of God. And don't always, when you talk about the glory of God, get into the spiritual vacuum. No, your life is for the glory of God. Your job is for the glory of God. Your emotions are for the glory of God. Raising your children are for the glory of God. God didn't just get you saved to get you to heaven. He gave you life. The Bible says this life that you live, enjoy it. It's your portion. So stop criticizing people that have money. The issue is not about people having money, it's about money having people. So a lot of poor people that love money more than people that have billions. Very quiet. Don't get confused that God doesn't bless certain people to become extremely wealthy. But with that wealth comes tremendous responsibility in God's kingdom. So don't criticize the guy that stops with a Bentley at church and you're stopping in a polo and he's 60 and you're 20. 
You don't know what that person is doing for God and for God's kingdom. So the best thing is just sip your lip about other people. Or the modern translation would say, shut up. Mind your own business. So the Bible says there's no weapon formed against us that shall prosper. That doesn't mean weapons will not be formed. The Bible doesn't say we will not go through difficult times. As a matter of fact, Jesus guarantees in this world you will have tribulation. But we cannot get confused or panic and lose our faith when everything is shaken. Because our God and His kingdom is unshakable. We have to remain rooted, grounded in the Word of God and believe. I said you have to believe, not be double-minded. Don't go ask your friend what he thinks about the sermon. Go ask God. Hey, I love you on TV. Sorry you're only with us for a short time. But start following us on our social media platforms as well. God loves you. God's got a great future for you. A great tomorrow. And really all life emanates from Him who created you. That is your God who cares about you and loves you. And right there this morning, you just can give your life back to Jesus. He loves you more than you'll ever understand. And you'll never find peace and happiness until you find Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. God bless you. I'll see you next time. Amen. Give them a big hand clap. Hallelujah. So the issue, and I have to close because I have to levitate. You know, don't criticize, pray for me. Because pray for me that I get Stephen's anointing to be translated. Until then, I have to use some other ways to get from A to B. Because I start preaching 10 o'clock in Johannesburg with thousands of people waiting for me. 10 o'clock. They've already started their praise and worship. I get there and I walk on the platform and preach. While you sit and think, um, why is he fancy? Just get a life. That's a good place to start. Just get your own life. And get busy with your own life. So I better go. But I want to say this. Our faith in God, our trust lines, dependence upon the Word of God, our obedience to God's Word. Remember everything we receive from God is by grace through faith. Not the one or the other. Grace through faith. We access grace by faith. We walk by faith and not by sight. We please God by faith. We overcome by faith. So don't come with this nonsense. Faith is a, is a, is a false doctrine. You are saved by believing. Everything you receive from God is by faith. By grace through faith. Not grace alone. You have to access grace by faith. Don't get lopsided. John eleven forty, Jesus said to Martha, did I not say to you that if you, if you would believe, you would see the glory of God. It's going to be of great glory for you. Stop just being a general Christian. Become a personalized Christian. Get real in your walk with God. 
And when you sit in your closet, and we'll talk about that tonight, how to um, access grace by faith, or I'm going to talk about heaven's currency tonight, um, because you can't be like this man was and say, Jesus, if you can. Yes, he can. Jesus, if you will. Yes, he will. It's no longer in his hands. Listen carefully and clearly. If it was in his hands, he would be a respecter of persons. Acts 10, 38, 34 says, he is no respecter of persons. He's done it all. We access what Jesus did, grace, unearned, undeserved, unmerited favor by believing. What is believing? Trust, reliance, dependence on the integrity of God's Word. So when you debate the Word of God, you're actually questioning, listen, the integrity of God Himself. And you are calling God a liar, which is not. So stop your debates. Stop your reasoning. Stop having these foolish discussions with people who do not have a spirit of faith. Stop it. Get anchored in the Word of God. And stop acting like you know it all. Become like a child. And have faith in God. No matter where you are, no matter what you are facing, have faith in God. Put your faith in God for whatever situation you're in. Put your faith in God this year, 2022. Have faith in God. Keep your faith in God. Hold your faith in God. Every head bowed, every eye closed, no one moving in this place. This morning you heard our pastor say, if only you can believe. This morning, God is knocking at the door of your heart. We wanna give you an opportunity. This is the most important part of our service is to give you the opportunity to make right with Jesus Christ. Maybe you knew Him at one stage. Maybe you've never known Him. This morning, we wanna give you that opportunity. He's knocking at the door of your heart and He's saying, if only you can believe. This morning is your morning. We wanna give you that opportunity. So if that is you this morning, you, you say, I wanna make right with Jesus. I wanna make Jesus Christ the Lord and Saviour of my life. Or I wanna come back to my Father's house. I've not been where I'm supposed to be. I'm not as, I'm fire as I used to be. I'm coming back to Jesus. This morning, boldly, Jesus died for you publicly and made a public confession of His love for you. This morning, boldly, quickly, unashamed, with every head bowed, every eye closed, no one moving in this place. Just lift up your hand and say, Jesus, here I am. I'm coming back to You. I'm giving my life to You. Up, 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 up. In Jesus' mighty Name. If that is You this morning, if you've got an uneasiness, thank You for those hands all over. If you've, if you've got an uneasiness in your heart, if there's a stirring in your heart, that's the Holy Spirit speaking to you. Say, come back to me. One last opportunity, if that is you, raise up your hand so we can know we can pray for you. In Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Anyone else? Anyone else? Thank you, I see that in. Thank you, I see that in. What a wonderful decision. It's the best day of your life. Amen. How do we know that? Because the Bible says you are Today you are born again. 
Something is going to be different about your life this morning as we recommit. Would you just do us a favor? Just put your hand on your heart. We're going to pray with you. Congregation, stretch out your hands to them and just say the simple prayer after us. It's just so that we can guide you and lead you to recommit or commit your life to Jesus Christ. Say, Lord Jesus, thank you that you are alive, that you are my Lord and Savior. I believe that you died for my sins and that you rose from the grave. And in you, I can find new life. This morning, I ask you, give me the grace to be a true child of God. In Jesus' mighty name. The oldest passed away, the new has come. Thank you that I am now forgiven. In Jesus' name, amen and Amen. Let's give him a big hand clap. Amen. We hope you received exactly what God had in store for you from this week's message. If you have been touched by our ministry, you can help us achieve our mandate and win the lost at any cost by visiting our website at crcchurch.com. Thanks again for listening and God bless.